BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hey there. Welcome to the Lazy Genius Podcast. I'm Kendra Adachi, and I'm here to help you be a genius about the things that matter and lazy about the things that don't. Today, well, today is the episode we have all been waiting for, how to go back to school. So in a regular year, it's an important question. Like still, transitioning from summer to school routine, it's a legitimate thing. But this year, I mean, well, clearly we don't have a lot to say about this year. So how, how do we go back to school when we don't even know what that looks like? So our county, like where I live, still doesn't have answers. Like as of recording this, there are ideas and possibilities and scenarios, but nothing that's definite yet. So how in the world do we plan for possibilities? How do you figure out what to do when the situation could change? Plus, the way it'll be for the first half of the school year, it might not stick around for the second half. It's just all so unknown. And it's different for all of us, depending on where you live. And I feel it too. Just because I have lazy genius principles, and I like try and come up with systems and permission to help you in difficult situations, that does not mean this is easy. No matter what you leave this episode with, No matter how helpful it is, uh, hopefully, this is still a really hard situation. I think when things are challenging, we assume that solutions take the challenge away. And that's just not always the case. The harder the situation, the more we crave solutions to solve the problem, right? To make it disappear. But that's just not reality. So not to be an Eeyore right out of the gate, But I think we all need to prepare ourselves for this season being a difficult one. We will do our best to focus on what matters in our own lives and maybe even create some systems to support it. But even when that's in place, be kind to yourself. This is a hard season. It's normal for you to not know what to do next sometimes. It's normal for you to feel overwhelmed. It's normal for you to want to throw out every system that you created and start from scratch when things get hard. But rather than do that, remember that feeling that way is normal, right? We try and make changes to get rid of that feeling, to stop the feelings of overwhelm and stress and fear over what's happening around us. We try and uproot everything that's sort of working to get rid of that feeling. But If we name that those feelings are normal and maybe even okay, we won't try so hard to get rid of them when things feel hard. 
I feel like that will be a really important aspect to surviving going back to school and being in school these next few months. The upside downness within yourself is normal and you cannot systemize it away. Okay, so now what? That's all well and good, I guess. Um, But it would be nice to have some tangible approaches to these next few weeks and months. Am I right? All right, so let's see if we can create I don't know, maybe not a path because everybody's different, but at the very least an entrance into making some decisions for your back to school journey. Okay. I think the best place to start is honestly what we just said. We need to remember that this is a season. One of my favorite lazy genius principles is to live in your season. We try and cram one season into the shape of another and it just doesn't work. We're cranky and discontent and we burn every system that's in our path because we're just mad about it. So that's where we need to start. Just live in your season. Okay, so next up, decide what matters. We will not camp out here for long because y'all know this real well, but with all of the unknowns in front of us, it is important to name what matters. There are certain things we we won't know until we have like more details about how the school year is going to work and whether like my kids will be home, for example, whether your kids get accepted into an online school that they applied for, whether or not you decide to just homeschool this year, so that at least you'll be in charge of things. You know, there's like, there are lots of things we don't know yet about the school year, because we're waiting for someone else or for our own decision making. But even with those unknowns, there are some larger things that we can name that are important, that matter, no matter what the circumstances around it are. Okay, so what are those things? How do you figure those things out? I think there are two categories to consider here. Category one, what matters about the transition from summer to school? And category two, what matters about education and the school experience in general? Because those might have two different answers, right? So it's good to put a distinction there. So it's the transition, but it's also then after the transition, what comes after it. Then for each of those categories, I want you to think about the people involved. Let's start with your kids, because obviously if you don't have kids, you're likely not listening to this episode in the first place. So we'll just start with your kids. Um, What matters to your kids about the transition from summer to school? And then what matters to them about the school experience in general after it? Is it social interaction? Is it variety every day? Consistency every day? Do they need a strong goodbye to summer? Or do they need to embrace as much of the summer vibe as they can for as long as they can? The answers are different depending on your life and your kids. But ask, ask the questions. What matters to your kids, both in the transition and in the coming experience? Okay, so that's what matters to your kids. What Also, what matters for your kids? So this is likely going to come from you, not from them. What matters for your kids in the coming school experience? Maybe they wouldn't say that they hope they don't hate school by December, but you might. You might say that for them. You might want to make sure that however school goes, something that matters is that um, education is interesting and engaging and it's not boring and that they are still like mostly okay by the time December comes, right? And again, there are lots of possible answers to this. That's just one example. But what matters for your kids? 
next? What matters for you as their mom or dad or caregiver or whatever, however you are um, connected to your kids? So in relationship to the kids, what matters to you about both the transition and the coming experience? So for me, I don't want to take my frustration about the situation out on my kids. It's not their fault that they probably won't go to actual school every day for a while at the very least. But sometimes I treat them like it is. I treat them like it's their fault, which isn't great. (laughs) That's not great. Um, I don't want it to be that way. That matters to me. You know, like not holding them responsible for the inconvenience in my own life. That matters to me. So name what matters to you in relation, in relationship to your kids. And then finally, what matters to you as a separate human from your kids? Things like rest, getting your own work done, having an hour to yourself every day in some form just to rest or run or read or whatever. You're not just a mom or a caregiver. You're a whole person. And while being a parent or caregiver is a is a pretty big slice of that pie, it's not all there is. And it's normal and good for you to name what matters to you as a whole, not just to see you as, uh, not just you as a mom, right? All right, so, and if you have a spouse or a partner or you share the care of your kids with someone else, ask them to name what matters to them in the same way. So once you have all that info, and it could be like, you write stuff down, you kind of journal some stuff, maybe you, it already has just popped into your head, you've just chosen like one or two things. And But once you have that info, and you put words to it, you name it, right? You put words to the stuff that's just floating around in your head. You'll have a much clearer picture of what to be a genius about, and what you can just let go. All right, now if your list is super long, I would like to invite you into another lazy genius principle to go in the right order. If your list is long, you will likely see all of the things on it, on that list, holding equal weight. But that is not a realistic approach. If you try and be a genius about every single one of those things, you probably won't be able to give much genius energy to any of them. So you go in the right order. The idea of the right order is to start with like, start with one thing that will make like such a big splash that will impact things in such a deep way that if the other stuff on the list doesn't happen, that it'll like more or less be okay. Maybe not ideal, but certainly okay. This episode is sponsored by Squarespace. I don't know if you've checked out my website lately, but she just got an upgrade and we did it with Squarespace. With Squarespace, it is so easy to create a beautiful website all on your own terms. My team recently updated our Squarespace site to use Fluid Engine, a next generation website design system from Squarespace with reimagined drag and drop technology for desktop or mobile. It's seriously so cool. It's mobile layout display. It lets us see what people see on their own mobile devices as we make edits and updates. And 78% of you visit the site on your mobile device. So making sure what you see looks and performs the way it's meant to matters to me. If you want to build a new website, try out Squarespace. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash lazy genius to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. This episode is brought to you by Rosetta Stone. 
Last year, Kaz and I went to Italy, and holy moly, what a trip. The museums, the food, the culture. At least once a week, I still think about the gelato. One thing that would have been nice, though, is to know actual Italian. We used translation apps, and we made it work, but I love that I can start learning new languages for future trips now with Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program with 25 languages to choose from. I can learn on the go with downloadable offline lessons in the app or at my desktop. My favorite feature, though, is true accent, which gives me feedback on how well I'm pronouncing words as I'm learning them. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, the Lazy Genius podcast listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com genius. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com genius today. I found Olive in June in 2020 when we were all looking for new hobbies and things to do. Well, now almost four years later, doing my nails at home with my daughter, Annie, and Olive in June's Manny system is still one of the things I look forward to every week. Olive in June makes it easy to get a salon-worthy manicure from the comfort of your home. The Manny system has everything you need in one box, salon-grade tools designed just for DIY, and your choice of six polish colors. And y'all, the colors they make are stunning. Annie and I just tried out their new colors for Valentine's day i'm wearing love note a sparkly nude that matches my skin tone and annie is wearing bouquet a shimmery pink that matches her personality plus olive and june's polish is chip resistant and lasts for seven days visit oliveandjune.com slash lazy genius for 20 percent off your first manny system that's o-l-i-v-e-a-n-d-j-u-n-e.com slash l-a-z-y-g-e-n-i-u-s for 20 percent off your first manny system This episode is sponsored by Ritual. The days are getting longer, but it's still tough to get the recommended vitamin D from sunshine alone, not to mention the risks we take with sun exposure. That's why I love that my multivitamin is helping me out. Ritual's Essential for Women 18 Plus, that's the one I take, was shown to increase vitamin D levels by 43% in a clinical study. And for someone like me who likes to move but has glass knees, I'll take all the extra support from my multivitamin I can get. Ritual's multivitamins are vegan, non-GMO, project verified, flute and major allergen free, and gentle on an empty stomach. Plus, each bottle has a minty essence that makes taking them actually enjoyable. No more shady business. Ritual's Essential for Women 18 Plus is a multivitamin you can actually trust. Get 20% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash lazy genius. Start Ritual or add Essential for Women 18 Plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash lazy genius for 20% off. So for example, if you want to prioritize an engaging educational experience at home, okay? Um, alongside a predictable routine for everyone. And then also alongside that, you want to um, teach your kids to tend to themselves for two hours a day so that you can get a jump on your own work or do stuff that keeps the house running or your soul at rest or whatever it is. Okay. Now trying to be a genius about all three of those things at once, it could be tricky. In fact, if they're all equal, they might fight each other a bit. And what's most important. So choose the one, choose the one thing that will make the other two things fall into place a bit more. So if you prioritize an engaging educational experience at home, it could be that the kids feel pretty stimulated and 
fulfilled and are more likely kind of naturally inclined to do their own thing after and be creative or content on their own, you know, because their brains have been engaged. And then maybe the routine is less important because when they're stimulated and curious and have fun with something, the routine just isn't as necessary. Or the routine of those three, it might be the most important thing. That might be your one thing. Because even if school is kind of a drag, the fact that it happens in a similar way at a similar time each day, or has like a similar reward or experience at the end or next thing up or whatever, it makes it makes up for a lack of uh, exciting curriculum, right? Again, it really just all depends on your life and your family, on your the personalities of your kids. So when you have your list of what matters, really like, really pull the one thing that will make the biggest impact. Don't ignore the other things, but don't try and give equal genius footing to all the things or you're going to spin yourself into a tizzy. Okay. And then finally, after you go in the right order, I want you to essentialize. That's the final lazy genius principle that we'll we'll use today. To essentialize means to name what matters, um, which you've already done, to remove what's in the way of what matters, and then keep only what is essential to what matters, like what the essential things that support what matters. So if you want a calm schooling environment, let's say that's a, that's a priority, remove what gets in the way of that. Let's say you always fold laundry on the kitchen table, but now that's where your kids do their schoolwork three days a week. You need to find a new place for laundry, right? It's not supportive of what matters. It's not supportive of a calm schooling environment for your kid to do their addition worksheet next to a tower of towels, right? So if it's not supportive to what matters, it's not essential and you move it somewhere else. What if what matters is having like uh, three hours to like for you, three hours for you to bust out some writing or do your job that you have to do from home now? Okay, so at this point, I am a, I'm the parent at home with the kids and I also have a job. So it's a lot. Now, it really matters that I get my work done every day and that I have a chunk of time to do that. You know, like that three hours is important. Even though I could feel way more, asking for way more might not work right now. Now, I could take a couple of approaches to this. Um, Forgive me for the callous choice of words here, um, but if I need to remove what does not support my work, that means I need to remove my children. It is really hard to get anything done when they're in the house, let alone the room. So I can do that by hiring a high school student who's also doing school at home to hang with my kids a few mornings a week. Or if hiring somebody isn't in the cards because of money, do a kid switch with another family, right? You might have already merged COVID bubbles with another family at this point. So see if there's a way to swap kids and time, even if it's not for work, like just go take a nap. It's fine. Um, But another way Uh, that I can remove what isn't essential when it comes to working from home is taking out things that are distracting from my work. Like turn the desk towards the window instead of the room that has the laundry to put away. Choose one playlist to listen to every time I sit down so that I don't waste five precious minutes trying to find the perfect background work music. Remove distractions that don't support what matters. 
and then keep only what's essential to that. Now, listen, I really wish that I had like an easy answer for you, you know, like a paint by numbers formula of how to handle this next year. But like I've said for years at this point, I don't know your life. You know your life. You know what you need way better than I do. And trying to give you like really specific rules and structures that don't take into account what matters to you, it makes no sense. It would not serve you well. However, giving you some perspective and some questions to ask and some principles to apply so that you can build your own system, that's great. Now I get it. It takes more work on your part. Uh, It also does not make for a very sexy podcast title because I cannot solve anything for you. But I can give you tools to come up with solutions yourself. And then they'll likely actually work. But remember, though, this is a hard season. Your solutions will only take you so far. So be kind to yourself when you hit your limit and you feel like burning it all down, burning it all down, because you will, you will feel that way. Like when you let the kids go feral, when your toddler knows how to navigate Netflix better than you do, remember that all of that is normal and it isn't necessarily an indicator that you're doing anything wrong. This is just really hard. It sucks, but it's also okay. So live in the season, be kind to yourself. Let people in, let people into your life, ask for help, offer help, name what matters, go in the right order and essentialize. Okay, so by the way, all of those principles are in my book, The Lazy Genius Way that releases in two weeks. (laughs) That's crazy. It is available August 11th. Uh, But if you pre-order by the 10th, you get the entire Lazy Genius Digital Library for zero dollars. It's usually $112 um, if sold altogether, but for the next two weeks, it's zero. If anything I said today resonates with you, truly, you will not regret in the slightest pre-ordering this book and getting those freebies. This way of life, this uh, lazy genius approach, it doesn't always have quick fixes, but it does have quick lenses that help us see more clearly than we did before. And when you see more clearly, you're able to make decisions that actually serve you, not reactionary decisions that you'll eventually undo because they were made under duress, right? So there's a link in the show notes for the book, or you can go to thelazygeniuscollective.com slash book and pre-order from wherever you like to pre-order, Barnes and Noble, Amazon, your local bookstore, get it on audio, whatever you'd like. And then you'll go to that website, thelazygeniuscollective.com slash book, and let us know that you pre-ordered. You'll scroll down to a place that says to get your pre-order bonuses, and you'll enter in your order information so that we can send you the Lazy Genius Digital Library in your inbox. You have to do that part. You actually have to claim the bonuses and tell us that you ordered, or we have no way of knowing and sending you your free stuff. Okay, that is it for today. You're doing great, y'all. You really are. We've been doing it for the last like five, six months. And even though we thought it would be a little bit more normal right now, at least I did at the very, very beginning, it's not. And we can keep going, right? One day at a time. So be kind to yourself. Be kind to your kids. 
Be kind to your spouse that processes the world differently than you do. We are all in this together and it's going to be okay. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, be a genius about the things that matter and lazy about the things that don't. I'm Kendra. I'll see you next week. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.